yes, 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 Sports Podcast! Yeah! Buddha! Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. And balls. we are your hosts. Yeah. Okay. We are your hosts. I'm Buddha. It's Willie. It's now like a big facts and full of facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Bows, yeah. What has gotten into you today? <laughs> I had no idea. It's not <laughs> hot, bro. That was a whole one today. Um, <laughs> Bows, baby, yeah. All right. Well, this is episode uh, something one ninety four. Four, I think so. Yeah, one ninety four. I think. Let me double check. Just double checking real quick, people. Uh, how y'all doing though? Oh yeah, one ninety four. This is episode one ninety four. Who one ninety four? Yo, you know when you go to the you know when you go to the podcast page now in um the Apple the Apple Podcast when you go to the show information it shows how many episodes are there. Does it? Yeah, like you don't have to scroll to like the episode number. Like it's like our information. It says what our rating is, which is explicit. <laughs> yeah, because we're sexy as fuck. Baby. Oh, it does. That's pretty cool. I haven't looked at it. Now you got me wanting to look at my phone. Let me right? Because I always listen to it on Spotify. Because hey, mm, you're fancy. Hey, and we're copywritten, y'all, buzz. Yeah, yeah, we are oh, copywritten. Snap. Yeah, yeah, we, we put in all that junk with the uh, anchor. Yeah, shout out to anchor by the way, holding it down. Holding it down. Big balls. All right, well. Big balls. (laughs) You are foolish as hell. Nah, bro. I'm pretty smart, actually. All right. Mm. Well, we got a lot to talk about, so we might as well dive right in. You Uh, dive right in. Oh, I'm about to die. Damn right. Yeah. I snapped on that part. You know, you, you dig. I, I slid on y'all. Uh. All right. So, um, this past this past weekend, uh, UFC 263, uh, Adesanya versus Vittori 2. Uh, it was a great pay per view. A lot of really good fights. I'm going to highlight just a couple of them that happened throughout the night. Um, from the undercard, I need to mention the Paul Craig versus uh, Jamal Hill fight, uh, where it appeared as though Hill's arm was broken during that nasty Bro. submission. Um, and the horrible referee stoppage, basically. So apparently, from what Dana White said in the post-fight 
press conference and what's been floating around on Twitter and all kinds of things. Apparently, that referee was a local referee in the Phoenix area. And he's like the one, like whenever fight promotions come, like he's kind of the guy. But apparently, Mm -hmm. this is a regular thing for him, that he fucks up and something bad happens in fights. So how is he still around? <laughs> that's, bro, that's what everybody's wondering. Like, what the fuck? How is this a... Like, people are not surprised by this. Yeah, like, oh, this is a regular thing. I do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, Buddy's arm like, was dangling. How, as a ref, do you not say, okay, now it's done? Like, that's what's right. nuts about it. Like, dude's arm is clearly fucked up, broken off, and just waving from side to side as he's trying to tap with his other hand just hitting air. Like, he's clearly... His arm is waving from side to side, like 3-6 Mafia and left foot. Dog. arm is waving from side <laughs> to side. Because <laughs> think, think about how much... Think about how much unnecessary damage was done to that arm, though. There's no, damage. Oh, it's but, over, baby. But, but yeah. luckily... I, luckily not... Go ahead. No, I was no. Go ahead because no, I don't know the outcome yet. <laughs> okay, so I was gonna say, but luckily it wasn't a fracture at all. It was the elbow was only dislocated, so they were able to oh, just wow. put it back into place, and you know he like he was able to have full range of motion and everything, and yeah, he's fine. A lot of pain, obviously, but yeah, he's he's good. But think how much worse that could have been because that shit looked broken as fuck. Um, but it it could have been. It could have very easily have been. And, you know, who knows what the recovery, which I'm sure is what you were about to allude to, Willie. Like, who knows if they, if you're able, ever able to come back after something like that. Right? Because, I mean, nerve damage in your arm, like, what, like what more every, is for you? That's everything, yeah. You have a dead arm, basically, especially in the fight game, because you never know what angle someone's coming from, where your body needs to bend and reach to. Like, you have no chance. No. Um, but, yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, the three – You're interesting. Damn right. The three main events, uh, Leon Edwards defeats Nate Diaz by unanimous decision – what a fight! Man, that Honestly, was he fucked up Nate Diaz, bro. He, he pieced he him the entire. He fought the perfect fight for the first four rounds, four minutes, and like ten Man. seconds. Thirty seconds, because right? like that last minute of the fight. Uh, I know he, Nate Diaz. He caught Leon so clean. The slap, and, bro. It's the slap, and he yeah, it was the one two. He uses that slap as the one to disorient you. And then he follows through with the two. And especially because, like, he kind of stands awkwardly, so it comes from a southpaw position. Like, mm-hmm. you have no chance. So, uh, you know, that that almost put him down. It was very close Definitely. to, but, like, if Nate, if Nate would have rushed him and followed him up with a few, it would have been over. But Nate kind of and that was, the, was chilling. Started showboating and shit. Yeah. But, um, like that's what it seemed like because I, I feel like he could have finished the fight, um, in in that last round. It was just like, oh, let me like, oh, hype up like for the fans and stuff. And I'm just like, you could have just finished the fight, and then you would have raised your rank, you know. 
But right. Leon was killing his leg. Um, it wasn't close. That fight was not close at all. Um, like, so shout out to Leon Edwards because now it looks like he's in contention. He's going to be the next one for the title after Usman fights Co- Covington. He'll probably not that be fucked up. <laughs> 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 you snap. <laughs> after he fucks him up, you know. Right. I hope so. I hate Covington so much. After he fucks him up real quick, you know what I'm saying? No yeah, big. Just, yeah. Um, that's my light one. Right. So <laughs> what's great about this is this loss doesn't hurt Nate Diaz at all. He walked away mm-hmm. still a fan favorite. He's always going to be Nate Diaz. He invited people over to his party afterwards, like in the middle of the And I'm sure people of slid. Of course people slid. Like this man's lighting oh. up spliffs in the press conferences and shit, bro. Like, you're going to love Nate Diaz. So, honestly... I'm a slide. I would have slid. He lives in Stockton, ain't it? Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stockton, California. Nate, send us an, send us an invite, bro. We'll slide, bro. We'll stay by hey, Willie in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You know what would we'll be, slide. You know what would be a great money fight for Nate Diaz next? McGregor? No. Assuming he would be uh, upcoming... Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul. Mm. Because you're going to get a bloody fight, but Diaz does not go down. At all. At all. I would love to see it. So if I'm Nate Diaz, if I'm thinking business-wise, if Jake Paul were to beat Tyron Woodley, like, that's 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 money. That's just the biggest payday of your career. So it'll make the fact mm. that you're 21 and 13 and, you know, in your professional fight career, uh, it won't matter as yeah. much. The fact that you've never touched a title, the fact that you've never touched a title, it won't matter, bro. Like you just made more money than you've ever made in your entire fight career. Like now, why is it that good. they never gave him? How come they never gave him a title fight? Because he's twenty-one and thirteen. The man loses as often as he's winning, pretty much, damn near. Yeah. Facts. So how like, was his brother? His what's his brother's record? Yeah. How was his brother? Was his brother better? Was his brother good? Yes. Was his brother his, brother, his brother's great. His brother's considered the better Diaz. Oh, okay. And, like, people wouldn't really know because he's kind of been banned from the UFC for the past, like, three years. But he's finally Why has he been banned? There was various things, drugs, uh, like weed and stuff like that. Kind of the same shit Nate was getting caught up in. Uh, But, But, yeah, um, it's just a lot of controversial shit. But it's not – but they're not testing anymore, right? Right. So that's what I'm saying. He's okay. back now and stuff. So let's see here. Nick that's Diaz. intriguing, bro. That's very intriguing. I did not know. So obviously, he's Nate 20, is the he's, more popular. He's 26 and nine. Yeah, obviously, the other Diaz is the more popular. Nate is the more popular. Well, Nate became no. popular, like as popular as he is after he fought McGregor. So McGregor kind of made Nate the household name that he is. Because nobody like, expected but, Nate to really hang like that, and Nate beat his ass. Right, and he won the first fight. Oh yeah, he won. Yeah, I he remember that. He choked, he choked McGregor out. That shit was crazy, bro. And everybody was like, "What the fuck? This who's this?" Well, well, remember McGregor? <laughs> McGregor had him in that first round. He just tanked out. Mm-hmm. He tanked out. Yeah, I remember people. Uh, excuse me for saying that he whooped his ass. He ain't whooped his ass, but McGregor definitely tanked the fuck out. Yeah. 
Bro. As he uh, usually does. Had no their, offense, and, McGregor. And they still haven't. And, and you're and you're right though. No, that would be another money fight though. Is the trilogy fight between the two of them because they're they're one one. Exactly. Right? Doesn't matter what happens with him and Poirier. Just give him. Give, give us the trilogy, bro. Right. Give us a trilogy, fam. And, and that's exactly what I'm saying. E- either way, whatever happens with Poirier, it doesn't matter because yes, bro. Give yeah, us it, what it, it the, give us what we want right now. I'm doing it with my I'm doing it with my Seinfeld voice. Do it. Give it to me right now. What's up with that? Airline um, food. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Uh, Brandon Moreno beat uh, Davison Figueroa uh, by Good submission job, bro. in the in the third round. This was another fight where these guys were beating the shit out of each other. Um, but shout out to Brandon Moreno, first Mexican-born champion uh, in UFC history. Uh, Outside of my Mexican-born uh, champion on UFC four. Well, you were gonna say something. Oh, okay, I thought it was Justin Flyweight. No, 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 UFC history because people have thought about Cain Velasquez, but Velasquez yeah. is Mexi- he's Mexican American. Oh, gotcha. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, this guy, Listen, born, born in Mexico, li- born. he's born in Mexico, lives in Mexico. Like, his family owns a, yeah. a, a burrito shop in Tijuana. Like, oh, Mexican. Listen, bro, he's not the first Mexican-born champion, bro. I had a Mexican-born champion okay. on UFC 4, and okay. his name was Tito Buenas. All right, I knew it was going to get offensive <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Uh, how? How is it offensive? That is a lit ass name, <laughs> Tito Brennis. That's lit. <laughs> and in the main event, his last name is literally good. You got to put a um, disclaimer <laughs> on this one, bro. <laughs> I so, know, I know, yeah. I know. Y'all ain't talking all the offensive things that y'all have said on this show. I don't even want to hear that. I don't think I've ever said anything offensive ever in the bro, show, bro. I cannot. Let's. Do you want to run back your dad? Your dad joke face. <laughs> do you want? Do, do you want? I don't recall. I don't. Bet, I bet. I can't wait to get that to Willie so Willie could put it on our social media outlet. But um, I'm mean, like, I found it, bro. All right. So the main event: Israel Adesanya successfully retains his title against Marvin Vittori by unanimous decision. Another fight that was. Not, not close. close. Izzy pieced him the fuck up the entire fight. Was having fun Whoa. out there. Whoa. Was clowning this man. Every time Vittori thought he had him, psych bitch you thought. And was the laughing clo- in his face. Bro, the closest he got was when he cinched it, when he was trying to cinch in that rear naked chokehold on the ground. But Izzy just mm-hmm. spun out of it so easily. Like, bro. Whoa. Every were, time he was getting done. taken down, it was... It was quick, like, oh, all right, I'm out. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't close. And then what blew my mind is that after every round, you're hearing his corner saying, you lost that round. You're losing the fight. You're losing. After every round, they're telling this man this. And at the end of the fight, he's still, for some reason, putting his hands up like he's thinking he's about to win. What? Like, bro, this man In what world? In what world? Oh. I just want I just want to look at like the leg kicks like versus like what what was the ratio? Cause this man had about two compared to like forty-five. 
This man couldn't even walk after the fight. Did he freeze? He froze. <laughs> he froze. Oh, say, hey, yeah, say it again. Yeah. Damn. I said, I want to compare the leg kicks in the fight, bro, because I feel like, um, what, what's his name? Israel? Izzy? Izzy had like 45 leg kicks compared to Vittori's like one. Um, so and what I think what I think happened though, to be honest with you, is it just it shows what happens when you go to camp thinking one thing like somebody can't improve. Um the Italian buddy Vittori or whatever his name was, it was obvious that he watched his fight with uh what's the name? Um Bla- Blahovish or whatever. Y- <clears throat> so he watched that fight, and to be honest with you, um, even though a lot of Izzy fans won't say it, Izzy's biggest weakness has always been the ground game. Sure. That's why he tried to avoid the ground game. And I sure. think, you know, the fact that, you know, Blahovis being so big finally had him in a place where, like, all right, now it was exposed. And remember what I told you about film. Film matters. Um, but <clears throat> shout out to his corner. Shout out to his team. They really did a good job in takedown defense. And if he yeah. was taken down, ground defense to be able to get up quickly. Because if you didn't, if you, if you paid attention to that fight, Izzy wanted no parts of ground nothing. <laughs> he's like, he's he, like wanted no, he wanted no parts. Like as soon yeah. as he hit the ground, he kind of chilled for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like he kind of gauged where he was at. Got, he got was his position. Yeah, got his positioning. And then, yeah. and then he was like, all right, all right as soon I'm as out. he figured out where he was at, I'm up. I'm out. Get off me. Fuck off me. Fuck off me. I'm out. It was Get like off. a sprint. It was a sprint from the ground up. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, I, I think like regardless of the fact you have to give him his props at this point. Um, I think he's very, you can, I can't compare him to John Jones anymore because I feel as though John Jones relies on champions advantage for the last few fights. No offense to John Jones. I still think he's the greatest of all time. I think he has three competitors for his title. I think that Nganu and Usman and Adiasenia can definitely challenge him for that. They're on their way. I think Usman's probably the closest out of the out of the three. But the only reason why he's the closest is because he's done more fights than Ngannou. I think Ngannou's an, an unstoppable force. Um, I don't see Ngannou losing for the rest of his career, to be honest with you. Um, right. But there's not there's not there's not that many heavyweights to go around. Whereas there's light heavyweights every fucking where everywhere you turn, there's a new light heavyweight. So Usman's gonna have the opportunity to really surpass Jones. Now, what would be great is to see Usman and Jones fight. I think that's the best fight for Jones out of the three. I know he wants to fight Izzy for well, he wants to fight Izzy for for the cloud of it all, but I think you need to go for So Usman. they would have to fight at a catch weight, which would be Izzy's weight at 185. Cause, right. Because Usman fights at 170. Right. No, but and I'm saying like Us- Usman and Jones. That's what I'm saying. And Jones and Jones fights at 205 in light heavyweight, but now is up to 240 at heavyweight. Right. Oh, but so, he could also fight Nganu, though. Jones? Yes. Jones is ducking Nganu. Just stop doing it, bro. Just that's why he said it. That's why he said I he, he said he's not fighting until 2022. And because he knows Nganu has another fight, and Nganu's gonna fight Derek Lewis. But when Nganu wins that, and Nganu says, I want John Jones, 
You can't run no more. That's, I when, John Joe, that. that's when John Joe's gonna say, "Where's the money? Let me see the money. I need to see the money." And right. He's so gonna, he'll play that game. So, um, so in reference to, in reference to um, Izzy, Izzy doesn't fight for champion's advantage. Izzy definitely is a little bit more of an aggressor. Mm-hmm. He definitely gets after it a little bit more. Um, people hate leg kicks. I think leg kicks is the greatest thing of all time. I think at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, if you don't like it, learn to combat it and do better. I, I think that's pretty simple. Um, <laughs> Message. Awesome. I think I think it's pretty simple. Like the man threw forty of them bitches. You don't know how to stop a leg kick. Are making grown men buckle, bro. Like yeah, bro. Like I feel you. I understand completely where you're coming from. Them bitches suck. I'm with you. I promise you I'm with you. However, come on, bro. They're leg kicks. Right. They're leg kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about yourself being one of the tougher guys in in the UFC, so take them leg kicks. Now, I've definitely seen the effects of a leg kick because I think it was a couple of months ago we saw somebody freaking legs turn into jello, and that was a knockout because right. his leg just gave way, and he yeah, could it not. Stopped, get, it stopped working. He, could, stopped he working. could not get that bid back to work. Remember, he was hyping. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, he was trying, I'm he, ready. Was trying to, he was trying to walk on it, then it buckled he again. Stopped yeah. it, and then he was like, bleh, bleh. "But that was like, I mean, didn't Silva break his leg? Well, that was on a checked kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was on a checked kick. And that's and, one, and, and honestly, that's one way to make somebody stop throwing a leg kick your way. Yeah. Um, that also happened, <laughs> it also happened to what's his name? Didn't that happen to Weidman? Weidman, yeah, yeah. His junk was disgusting. Mm-hmm. His Bro. junk was absolutely disgusting. Another good thing about uh, Izzy, he calls his shot for the next fighter. So he already called out Whitaker, like, "Hey, let's run it back." Um, but he wants what, to at the crib, which probably won't happen because what Dana White said. Dana White said he loves about Izzy is that after, as soon as the fight, like. Oh, no, it wasn't even uh, – it was before the fight at the presser. Izzy pulled Dana aside and said, I want to fight again in October. Before he even knew how this fight was about to go and shit, before he knew he was about to get – you know, my, what if he gone five rounds, he got fucked up and shit, ended up winning? Doesn't matter. He's like, I want to fight again in October. Like, he's a fighting champion. Like, yeah. as soon as you can book me, book me. Like, let's go. Let's run this shit. Because it's what, what is it, a three-month rule or something like that? Or yeah. And it could be longer depending on what injuries are sustained. But, yeah, okay. for, the, for the most part, it's like a minimum of three months. Unless there's a situation where, uh, like, maybe somebody got DQ'd, like, in the first little bit of the fight or something like that, you know. There's exceptions. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, shout out to them. Moving right along. That's lit, lit, bro. Shout out to the UFC for another good pay-per-view. Agreed. Um, So, uh, speaking of pay-per-views, there's an upcoming WWE pay-per-view. That would be Hell in a Cell. I really hate the match-themed pay-per-views because it always feels like you're just randomly putting – a Hell in a Cell match because that's the name of the pay-per-view. Like, it used to be, all right, Hell in a Cell, like, you know this is where the feud is ending. And this is, 
this is the end all be all. It's gotten to this point where our rivalry, like we can't top it anymore. So hell in a cell is the finality of it. But now it's just like, oh yeah. no, this is just the stop on the agenda on the calendar year. So it's going to be a hell in a cell match. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. See, but yeah, back in cool. the day, if you remember correctly, LB, like <clears throat> they used to do. They used to do um, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, but they used to have the storyline so well and just so well like put together that even when you got to Hell in a Cell, it was still like, all right, cool. Like We know that the pay-per-view is there, but this rivalry is at the point where Hell right. in a Cell would work out. And I get that, but even then, in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> I already know months out that this is going to be a Hell in a Cell match here. Yeah, they need to bring back the other regular theme ones where it was like a lot more fun. Um, what was the what was the name of the? Uh, do they still have a Great American Bash? Um, NXT pulls out those. Uh, they do like their like special TV paper, TV TV free purviews uh, sometimes where uh, they'll name it like Halloween Havoc. They did one. They did one for Great American Bash last year. They're doing it again this year. So they so they're doing all the WCW themed ones. Yeah, Great that, American yeah. Bash. Great American Bash was one of my favorite ones. Well, and I some, really of, the old, and some of the old WWE ones, like they just had one uh, this past Sunday uh, in in your house NXT Takeover in your house from the old in your house pay per views back in the day. Nice. Yeah, but um, yeah. So before I discuss that main event. Um, I need to go over Survivor or God, Survivor Series. What's wrong with me? Hell in a Cell. So the matches that are confirmed so far, we got uh, Alexa Bliss <laughs> versus Shayna Baszler. Um, oh, this Bray Wyatt being gone on whatever sabbatical he's on right now is really hurting the writing for Alexa Bliss. Because it hasn't been as good since he's been gone. So, like, since WrestleMania, basically. It's like he basically right. – he, he he left them all the tools, but Raw Creative is trash, and they just haven't – They done don't know anything. what to do with it. Yeah, they haven't done anything compelling. So, until Bray Wyatt comes back, whenever that may be, uh, yeah, it's, it's hasn't been great. Uh, so yeah, so she's fighting Shayna Baszler. I got Alexa Bliss winning because I seem to be pushing her right now. So, okay. with that. Well, first and foremost, Alexa Bliss is Bay. Secondly, she's Bay. Thirdly, I think she's like the hottest thing going in the WWE right now. All bias. Um, so she needs to get that win. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler. You are out of your mind. Don't you ever disrespect Alexa Bliss ever again in your life, bro. What is wrong she with you, boy? She, she might break her arm in the ring. Hey, bro, you watch your mouth, bro. Um. Oh, I bet I bet anything Alexa try to do that double-jointed because her elbow's double-jointed. So I remember, oh. one, I remember one time somebody got her in a submission and she was able to, like, it bends kind of down to where it looks like it's broken. And like she did that to freak somebody mm-hmm. out and just to get the advantage and hit them. She's gonna Oh, fake. is that what you're talking about, Willie? She's gonna yeah. fake she's gonna fake a broken arm. Uh, Yucky. We got for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defending her title against Bailey. That's my Belair. 
it's Bianca. Yeah, it's Bianca season right now. Okay, so although I had my biased views, Bianca Belair is the hottest thing in WWE right now. <laughs> that yeah, um, for sure, for sure. So for you know, sure. she's not gonna lose. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Um, oh, yeah. For the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defending her title against Charlotte Flair. Uh, they, I don't see why they would take it off of Rhea yet at a nothing pay-per-view, especially <laughs> since they've been building her, you know, so I, I got Rhea winning. Yeah. But is Charlotte on every pay-per-view? Yes. <laughs> bro, why do they, like, why do they give her so much, bro? Oh, she gets so much, like. It's everything, bro. Nepotism. Look at her, her daddy is. That's bull. That's the world. That's bull. Um, That's so bull. Who y'all, who y'all got winning? Um, I got Rhea getting that one because I don't want to see Charlotte win, period. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I think Charlotte. Really? They're going to do another push for her. They always, they, wow. I wouldn't be shocked. They, they always love, do. They love doing that fuck shit. Um, Right, like everything that everyone wants, we're gonna do the opposite. <laughs> right. Charlotte hasn't done anything. She's in the perfect position for a push. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> hasn't won in months, but yeah, it's like at your job where it's like, hey, listen, you've done absolutely nothing. So you know, just to help you out with that, you know what I'm saying? Here, we're gonna give you the company car too. Right, like you are now the assistant regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> the assistant to the regional manager. Um, it. The for the WWE Championship, we have our two Hell in a Cell matches now. Uh, Bobby Lashley okay. defending his title against Drew McIntyre again. Uh, this time inside Hell in a Cell, but with the added stipulation that if Drew McIntyre loses, he can never face Bobby Lashley for the title again. Oh, oh that's right. That's which dumb is, lit. <laughs> which every every wrestling fan around the world says, thank God, because we're tired of seeing this match. Right. Um, it's that, like, hasn't it been three times now? Two, it's been too many times. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it'll be a good match. I just, it's going to be very predictable. But I I got Bobby Lashley Bobby winning Lashley. here. There's too many rumier, rumiers. There's too many rumors rumiers. about uh, Bobby Lashley fighting Brock at SummerSlam. That it's hard for me to ignore, so uh, I'm I'm gonna go Bobby Lashley to win to retain. That dog talking, boy. Shut up! She just got home from the gym. He's happy. Who y'all got winning? I got um, Bobby Lashley, bro. It's got to be the boy, Bobby Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Bobby Lashley, definitely. Bobby Lashley, the reason why I still watch wrestling because Keith Lee ain't on. Bro, where's Keith Lee, bro? Honestly, I don't know where Keith Lee bro. is. Uh, I I heard injury as a rumor, but I haven't seen that confirmed anywhere. And usually WWE like will put up like post something about a superstar being injured if they're injured. But like it's just been nothing from and that, his side um, of things. What was the other guys' names? On. Um, because I read, I, um, I think you talked about him last time, not last time, like two times ago, Ty, um, the guy, he's a Q. Titus O'Neil. Oh, Titus O'Neil. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, so I I think like after you were talking about him, I read a little bit more about it. So is the whole thing with um, Vince and him like this underlying beef and stuff? Is that true? With Titus? Yeah. Yeah, because of that, because of when he got suspended and because he touched Vince McMahon. But yeah, it's. it's All right. It's bullshit, but it's it's true. Um, it's so true. But uh, and the the best storyline in WWE right now for the Universal Championship inside Hell in a Cell: Roman Reigns defending his title against Rey Mysterio. Oh boy, Shit. am I excited for this? <clears throat> Not because I think it's going to be a great match, because I mean it'll probably be a decent match, but the story that is going to be told. I'm all for uh, Roman Reigns murdered Dominic last week on SmackDown by <laughs> fucking getting him up in the powerbomb position in the ring, going to the side and throwing him off into oh, the man. onto the fucking floor, like just threw him. Oh, yeah, he slid on it. Yeah, oh, he threw. He, it was great. He, where did did he like land on anything soft or did he land on like hard pavement? I think he did. I think they did a cutscene of it. I don't think that part was actually live since that was how the, the show ended. So I think they probably had a crash pad out there for him because that would have been okay. a very, very hard fall. Facts. Yeah. Because there, there's no way to really kind of protect yourself in one of those situations. Facts. Um, dog. So, you know, obviously Ray's here to defend his son and that kind of stuff. But there's no I doubt in my mind. Yes, so that's how this started because Jimmy Uso, you know, is now back from injury and everything. And there's kind of been this tug of war with Jay Uso where Jimmy's like, hey, you're my twin, you're my brother. And Roman is like, hey, I'm your tribal chief. You know, you're kind of bound to me at this point. So there's been that that struggle. So Jimmy is like, hey, look, I'm back. You know, we we can have our own titles. We don't just need to be his bitch, you know, like we can do it on our own. So they went to fight the Mysterios for the titles. The Mysterios uh, won when they shouldn't have because the referee was out of position. He counted one, two, and then uh, Jimmy got his shoulder up, but the ref didn't see it and counted the three. Gave the Mysterios a win. That same night at the main event, they had a rematch because – you know, the GM was like, yeah, we agree. You guys should run it back. Roman Reigns comes out when the Mysterios are about to potentially win again and beats the fuck out of Ray and Dominic. Like, kills them both. Like, to the point where, like, Jimmy Uso's like, hey, bro, ooh, vibe. Like, you don't need to do all this. Like, this motherfucker chokes out Dominic and then just starts beating him with his forearm and shit in the ring. Bit, bit threw, bit threw Rey Mysterio through the fucking uh, LED fucking screens on the side and shit. Oh, shit. Wreck shot by himself, bro. I was like, what the fuck? So then <laughs> the next week, uh, which was this past week, Ray comes out. And challenges Roman to a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Roman's like, I don't even believe. I don't even believe Ray Mysterio when he says Ro- that crap. Roman's like, Roman's like, listen, bro. 
that ain't what you want. I'm just letting you know now. Right? That's not like, what you want to do. So, like, uh, Ray starts hitting him with kendo sticks and shit. He's hitting him. Roman just grabs the stick and just starts, no. boo, headbutt him, beating the fuck out of Ray again. Dominic shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> That's when he does that powerbomb shit, throwing him off into the distance, bro. Like, Roman's going to beat the fuck out of Ray Mysterio in this hell in a cell oh. match. Yes. But I just I just right. got to see how the Usos are going to come into play because I know they're going to come into play somehow. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I'm rules? all for it. Huh? Is there any rules? In Hell in a Cell? Yeah, like or like like any like specific rules, like people can't help or like anything. No, technically no one, technically no one should be able to help because you're locked inside the structure. But there's no rule against it because there's no disqualification. So, yeah, okay. it's kind of like if you can find your way in or find your way out, yeah, you can have help. Okay. Yeah. So that's lit, uh, boy. But I yeah, definitely so, got Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it's 100% Roman Reigns. Um, but transitioning over to NXT. They just had a takeover pay-per-view, like I said, this past weekend, which was very good. Um, the Fatal 5-Way match between Karrion Cross, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, oh, oh, Adam oh, Cole. Adam O'Reilly. Oh, baby. Uh, it's Pete, baby. Dunn, it correctly, bro. God. Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano. Uh, Karrion Cross retained his title. Um. But there was been there was so much chaos that's been happening over the past few weeks on NXT with people fighting backstage and no real control that at the end of the pay-per-view, William Regal was like, I've never seen so much bedlam in all my years and this set, whatever. He's like, I think it's time for a change. Now William Regal is the the commissioner or general manager of uh, yeah. NXT. So that led to speculation that he was gonna be retiring and that Samoa Joe was gonna be taking over that spot. Because Samoa Joe was spotted back at the Performance Center, even though he had been fired from WWE just in April. So they're like, oh, the timing, you know, it's like, oh, William Regal said there needs to be a change. And Samoa Joe's probably going to be that change. So sure enough, last night on NXT, WWE kind of played up to the rumors. And William Regal was out there to retire, crying and everything, like thanking everybody for how far they're telling a heartfelt story. Like I was sitting there watching like, oh, man, damn. Right? Like because William Regal has been there since day one of NXT. Yeah, he's been, he's been the GM like Triple H, like put William Regal in charge because like he knows like if there's somebody who's going to steer this ship in the right direction, like damn. from an on screen perspective and from like behind the scenes, like William Regal knows what he's doing. Um so he's out there about to retire and as he's saying all this stuff Karrion Cross comes out and he starts laughing at William Regal because he's crying calls him pathetic all this kind of stuff da 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 all of a sudden Samoa Joe's music hits and oh shit Joe 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 as he's coming to the ring in a suit and everything <laughs> so when he comes out there he kind of gets in Cross's face and uh, William Regal's like, you know, he, oh, he gets on the mic. He's like, William, you told me to come here and all this kind of stuff. And we appreciate everything you've done for NXT. He's like, you wanted to have a conversation, though? William Regal's like, well, yeah, since you're here, I guess we can have it now. You know, he's basically saying, I want to retire and I want you to take over as general manager. And 
Samoa Joe refuses. So, oh. so he's like, what? So I'm like, huh? And he's like, but what? I, he's like, NXT would be nothing without you. So you don't, you don't need to go anywhere. He's like, what you do need is someone who will make sure your will is done around here. Basically just said, you know, I'll be your enforcer. And um, William Regal agreed and said there are stipulations to that. Smojo cannot compete. And he cannot um, make physical contact with any wrestlers. Then there was a long pause. And then he said, unless provoked. So, <laughs> so from there, Samojo got back and carrying across his face and was like, so the real question is, what are you still doing in this ring? And Karrion Cross kind of punked out and cleared it. Um, so from there, it's kind of like, okay, so does, is he going to touch somebody, whatever? Sure enough, coming back from the next uh, commercial break, there's a fight backstage between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Security's trying to break them up. They can't. So Samoa Joe comes in, makes sure, separates them. Adam Cole pushes Samoa Joe out the way. So Samoa Joe gets behind him, locks in his uh, coquina clutch, and like falls back, puts Adam Cole to sleep. And I was like, okay, so he's touching people. Bet, bet, bet. So my guess is uh, Samoa Joe is not cleared to return to the ring yet. Uh, Samoa Joe is tired of commentating. He wanted to be able to perform. WWE said no. So they released him. And Triple H, I guess, was furious about this. So because Triple H is in control of NXT, he immediately started making phone calls and was like, no, no, no. Let's, let's get you in here, see what we can do. We can't clear you to wrestle yet, but we can maybe do some light physical stuff to where we're not going to risk you for further injury. So okay. if, if that's what we're doing, at least Samoa Joe can use his promo skills can use some physical skills, you know, even if he's not wrestling yet. Mm-hmm. Like, he can still be that badass guy that we've been waiting for, that we haven't been able to see in commentary. I love him on commentary, but he's still in a good time in his career. Like, he's, like, reaching these later years. So he has, like, one really good, solid run left in me, I feel. In him, I feel. I was like, he's got a solid run in you, bro? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not foolish at all, actually. We're pretty smart. That whole sequence was smart. So wrong with you, Jet. Hey, get your boy, bro. Uh, Who invited him boy, on bro. here, bro? Bro, that's your you. boy, bro. I didn't invite Whatever, him on here, bro. You invited him on here, bro. Whatever, bro. So are we... Are, here, hell no, nah, bro. Are we done with... uh? <laughs> Are we done with uh, freaking yes. uh, wrestling? Uh huh. Yes, okay. we are. So, so are we moving on to football? Sure. Well, you tell us what's happening in the exciting world of football right now. Before I get mad. All right. So right now, um, <laughs> all right, we got Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr said that he would rather retire than play for any other team than the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I love I I love the enthusiasm, Derek. I really do. But come on, like, come on. <laughs> Let's be I, realistic. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that, and honestly, that's what he should say. That's what every quarterback should say. That's that's the right thing to say when asked about how would you feel about being traded. Um, you know, that's that's the energy you should have. Obviously, you love your team, and 
It's the team that drafted you. It's the team that extended you. You you know you're you're going to be up for a contract at the end of next season. Uh, so, yeah, you know you've done great. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this year for the Raiders. Not going to lie. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and might as well just say this now. Uh, I feel like the Raiders will probably finish the season seven and ten. I think a big reason for that will be uh, still obviously some inconsistencies in a new defensive scheme, but I feel like the offensive line that we have now is going to really let us down. I think Derek Carr is going to suffer for it. And unfortunately I feel like Derek Carr will be the scapegoat and he will be the one released at the end of the season when it should be John Gruden. I like it. So I like it. That's a, that's a good way to break that. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and I, I hate that because I do love Derek, and I think he's criminally underrated as a quarterback. I think he's done great things. Agreed. Uh, when he's had the weapons, the offensive line, you know, like whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, so that's that's my stance on that. All I know is that he said he ain't going nowhere. nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He can't be stopped now because he's a Raider for life. <laughs> At least he will hope. <laughs> I hope so. All right. Um, oh my God. <laughs> next thing, uh, we got Xavier Howard, who is the second highest paid cornerback on the Dolphins. But on, on his team. No, he's no, the number two highest paid in his position on his team, y'all. You know, he did just sign a deal two years ago, but he also was a um, unanimous All-Pro, had 10 interceptions last year, and is a top three corner in the league, if we're being honest. Um, we got a holdout. Um, we have, So he is currently holding out um, a mandatory minicamp. We also have Stephon Gilmore, who is also holding out because he wants more money. You know, his original deal, he was the highest paid corner in the league, I believe. But that was also, remind me, correct me if I'm wrong, Nels, was that three years ago? Three years ago, my boy. Three years ago. So, you know, the cornerback market has changed, and he want that paper. I don't blame him. I want that cheddar, baby. Hey, Give um, me my cheddar biscuits, when you, biatch. When you, when you playing like that, you got to pay me. Sorry. Got to pay me. Sorry, um, when you man to man me against the best guys, you got to give me my cheddar. Facts. You know what you I'm don't saying? Have, if you gonna, you don't have to worry about whatever side of the field he's on. Exactly. exactly. If you are gonna give me macaroni, bro, let me get my cheddar, bitch. So, aren't you? Um, Gardner Gardner Minshew, you know, formerly the Mullet Man, he cut it off this week. You're out of there, bro. Um, he, You're out of there, bro. He he um is requesting a trade. Uh, he wants to go and be a starting quarterback somewhere. Um, <laughs> where? Where? At this point, at this point, where? Where? At this point, nowhere. <laughs> if we're being honest, maybe Houston? he can compete with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Houston, maybe Houston. Houston, because it's Tyrod right now. So maybe I, right? I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know where he would go and possibly think that he could start. But you know. Hey, best of luck to you, man. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Like, hey, man, we wish you well, bro. Um, I wish I, you well. 
I want to say, um, I don't know if y'all have, um, I I will say that I'm a low key fan of this of this uh, NFL athlete, but I feel like he is criminally underrated, and that is Jameson Crowder. Um, I like Jameson. I like Jameson I like, Crowder. I but I don't know if you saw this um, week. You know that they first he was set to make ten million last year. I mean this year he signed. Um, I think it was the last year he signed a three-year, twenty-eight million dollar deal with the Jets. Um, he's clearly played up to that contract, I, I would say. Um, and you know they asked him to take a fifty percent um, pay cut because they want Elijah Moore to be the slot guy. Elijah Elijah Moore is the guy from uh, Ole Miss, right? Yeah, um, I heard he's so, nasty though. Yeah, they said that he's the you know the best player in you know the, the he's been the best player in minicamp so far. But um, Jamison Crowder and the Jets renegotiated, and he will be a free agent this offseason. Oh so, shit! You know he's set to get you know a pretty decent deal again because he is only at the end of next year he'll only be twenty eight. So oh, set to make yeah. money again. He's not even he ain't touching thirty yet, but facts. Um, okay. Um, all right. I'm back and going to the NBA news. Um, you know, Nels was right. I gotta say it now. You know, Lamelo Ball. Oh, Nels Buddha and Dylan were right. I'll confirm. You know, Lamelo Ball was the um, rookie of the year. Duh. <laughs> we told you that, Jet. And as we know, um, yesterday, um, the all NBA teams came out. The first team, um, is Nikola Jokic at center, Giannis at forward, um, Kawhi Leonard at forward, Steph Curry at guard, Luka Doncic at guard. How do we feel about the first team All NBA? I mean, so is it is correct that Giannis is the is the unanimous he's the unanimous yes. decision, right? Giannis had and I think yes, Giannis had a hundred first place votes. Um, Jokic had ninety nine. That's so, crazy. Yeah. But Giannis, you Who know, Giannis. Um, the point the point guards are Stephen Curry and um, Luka Doncic. And this year, yeah. Um, so that's so that's something I did want to say. You know, I felt as though you know CP three. You know, I would have gave him the nod over Curry this year. You know, I wouldn't say over Luka because Luka put up great numbers. You know. And also Curry also did, but you know I think I was gonna say, considered... if you're gonna do the if you're gonna do the numbers thing, then you still got to put Curry on there. Yeah, but I I think they're considering you know the fact that Clay Thompson was out, that you know Draymond didn't play every every game, Wiseman was also out. Bro, you know Steph Curry's still... a superhero, bro. He's a superhero. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Um, so I agreed with um the first team. I kind of questioned Kawhi Leonard at first. But after looking at Kawhi Leonard's stats, which are uh, hold on one second, uh, Kawhi Leonard averaged twenty four six and five, 
um, 52 games played, but also was um, NBA first team um, on defense. So I guess they're also considering defense as well. But, you know, decent numbers. I I heard – now, I didn't watch that much this year, but I I heard he – like, didn't he – he wasn't Kawhi this year, like, in that respect. Um, I wouldn't say that per se. I think like it's tough to give. I would say it's tough to give him all of that cred when he missed so many games. Well, that's my only qualm with him. He missed a lot of games. Right. But I will say I'm going to say the same thing about this person who made the second team, which um, so the second team, you have Chris Paul, you have Dame Lillard. You got Joel Embiid. You have Julius Randle. And Julius Randle, this was his first time making All-NBA. And, Le- and LeBron James. LeBron James played 45 games this year. Right. And was still second team All-NBA. Right. But he was injured. Did Kawhi report in for injuries on all those games that he missed? Um, I'm, I mean, not that I don't know, you know. That's my only thing. Like, I don't I don't mind. I'm not taking it away from Kawhi. I just feel like there are other players. Like, he could have been second team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he could have been second team. Like, you miss a lot of games, bro. Like, you're, you're awarding something that I don't think helps your business model. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't think it helps your business model at all. Like, you need you need your guys out there. You need your stars out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the stars ain't going to show up, then people ain't going to want to come to these games anymore. And he missed a lot of games. Agreed. Like, there's got to be a penalty for missing so many games with no injury. Now, if you were injured, that's something else. Report your injury. Agreed. 20 games. 20 games is a lot, you know? Yeah, but, like, if you're missing games just because you're saying, I need load management, that's fucked up. Because not everybody has the ability to do load management in the the middle of the season. You know how many players would sit there and be like, hey, coach, I don't feel like playing tonight because load management. They'd be like, all right, you could manage your load the fuck off this team while I rip up your contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is ridiculous, bro. Like, hmm. I, I felt like the first. So, it is another thing, too. Like, I think that who's the third team? So, that's that's what I was going to get to. Okay. So, the third team, you have Kyrie Irving. You have Bradley Beal, who was a first-time All-NBA. You have Rudy Gobert. You have Jimmy Butler. And you have Paul George. I don't know about Jimmy, and, but... I and that's okay. My my biggest thing was I didn't I don't like the third team at all. Um, I don't think that Jimmy was all NBA. I think Jason Tatum should have been in that spot over Jimmy. I agree. Um, I don't think Kyrie Irving was all NBA. I believe that spot should have been Russell Westbrook. I agree. Um, um, what's because, his name? Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Did you not just? Did you not say D book? Exactly. What did not say D book? D book didn't get a spot. Wow. Exactly. D book didn't get a spot. So the Suns, the Suns were the second best team in the NBA, and none of their stars got on. Exactly. But that's also like, but that's also looking at the number one team in the in the East, who were the. who was the 76ers, and you only have Embiid. That's crazy as hell. But um, Ben Simmons was all was um, first team all defensive. All NBA starting into the Academy Awards. Exactly. And I think I, I said it's becoming a popularity contest. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not hating on Kyrie. I, I like Kyrie. 
But Russell Westbrook went, they were the worst team in the league, and this man had them in the eight seed. Right. But, you know, man. Um, okay, um, back to basketball a little bit. Um, so we had some kind we had some weird news to us today, you know. Chris Paul, you know, tested positive for COVID and he's into the, he's had to enter the um, health and safety protocols and that's an indefinite um, period of time. Um, as we know, LeBron James also what entered the COVID health protocols, missed zero games. But I think the difference here is that Chris Paul tested positive and I'm assuming that LeBron James did not. Right. Um, and then the weird thing is, you know, you know, if Chris was fully vaccinated, is, is this a sense that is this potentially maybe a false positive? Um, are they, like, are they going to test him again? Like, you know, do, do they have a protocol in place to where, hey, like, we feel like you can't get somebody sick because you're vaccinated? Like, I don't know what the, they don't know. What, the, what are the protocols for this? I'm, I'm I'm truly not sure. I know that they I know they do daily COVID testing, but I know they have loosened up the protocols for people that were fully vaccinated. Um, I think they were still they were allowed to like go to group dinners and go through like in the cities and things like that. But clearly, it's um, you know, if you're not so, LeBron, you're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure the Suns are hoping that the the series uh, between the Clippers and the Jazz go to seven. They're praying for it. That, will, sure. It will go. It, it will go to seven games. So here's my thing. First and foremost, I I understand. I understand the indefinite part. Remember, indefinite can mean in any amount of days. So it could be a day, yeah. could be two days, could be three days. So I understand that. Um, however, I do not like the optics. That's what I do not like. I do not like the optics. The optics that they're using to um, to show Chris Paul versus the optics that they use for LeBron, I don't like. I think that's Agreed. messed up. Um, now, here's my thing. Here's the reason why I said I don't like the optics. LeBron was hanging out with Drake. Exactly. Chris Paul is out here playing basketball. Exactly. Chris Paul is out here playing basketball. I think that within itself, like you should look out. Not only is he playing basketball, but he's probably one of the players that you would want in the finals, considering who you have left. left. Now, exactly. what, what's going on is, is you got all these injuries already, right? And LeBron talked about it on his Twitter, but we, we, we're not necessarily going to fully get into that. But you can check on it on your own. He says that he predicted this happening, and he probably did, but this is neither here nor there. But you got injuries to Harden, Irving. Spider Mitchell, Embiid, AD, Kawhi, Jalen Brown, Mike Conley, and LeBron. All those guys was injured going into the playoffs, and I'm sure I'm missing more names. So right now, amongst your big names that you have, if you think about it, is Giannis, CP3, D-Book, um, Embiid, KD, Harden, if he's there, maybe Ben Simmons, depending on who you ask. Uh, mm-hmm. Who am I missing? Uh, am I missing anybody? Kawhi, PG. And Kawhi might be hurt. Exactly. And that's why I have him on the list. So it's like, come on, bro. Like, if you are going to do your best to take care of your business model for LeBron, like, do that for CP3 also, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you knew you wanted him to be in the play-in. You know you wanted to see 
Chris Paul in the conference finals, potentially in the NBA finals. It's like exactly, bro. Chris Paul in the NBA finals to me is going to get ratings because we all love CP3. Exactly. We all want to see him get a ring. And you know if what he I'm has a chance, if he has a chance, it's blowing up. Right. That's shit crazy, bro. Um, the next thing, um, last night in um, Game Five of the. Bucks in uh, net series. The Bucks were, I mean, the Nets were actually down a considerable amount. Um, Kevin Durant. No, the Nets were down a considerable yeah. amount. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. The net. Yeah, the Nets were down a considerable amount to the Bucks. Um, and then Kevin Durant. Oh my showed gosh. You why showed you why his name is Kevin Durant? You showed bro, you why he's the um, best player in the world. Exactly. This man bro. had 49, 17 rebounds and ten assists. Effort. And a lot of that, a lot and, of that came in the second half. Yeah, that second half was nuts. And how many minutes did he play, Buddha? All forty-eight. All baby. forty-eight, bro. Every all second. forty-eight. Come on, this man said, "I'm gonna put the team in my back." He sure did. Listen, bro. That is to me that might be the best playoff performance I've ever seen. Um, it's right up there with LeBron Game Six. But that that might be the best playoff performance I've ever seen. Bro. Well, this we also saw the we also saw the strangest James Harden stat line ever. Yeah, zero for six in the first half. He's like, yeah, he was like one for ten. Like, it's just, yeah. I, was like, I mean, he's not he, he's not a hundred percent, but they know they need his yeah. presence, and they know exactly. they're, they're probably not going to get Kyrie back. Facts. Um, in other NBA news, um. Scott Brooks and the Wizards have parted ways, and Stan Van Gundy was fired from, by the Pelicans after one season. Uh, the potential replacements for um, Stan Van Gundy right now are two of his assistant coaches, uh, Teresa Witherspoon. Nels, you want to talk about her a little bit? You know, Ter- Teresa Witherspoon is a WNBA legend, bro. Played for the New York Liberty. It was one of the first original all-stars, big superstars, for the WNBA, she was there along with Rebecca Lobo. She is a G, an OG in basketball, period, not just the WNBA. Exactly. So I hope she gets the job. The other dude don't even matter. Factoids. <laughs> um, yeah. and, oh, one one little NBA rumor that um, has been going around. I don't know if you've, been, if you've seen it, but supposedly – um, Luka Doncic has a rift with um, some of the people in the front office at yeah, the Mavs, but he still intends to sign the Supermax with them um, this summer. Um, it's supposedly there's someone behind the scenes who is, and I don't know if he's the assistant GM or what he is exactly, but supposedly he's calling all the shots behind the scenes in the Mavs organization which is what I read on Twitter, but, you know, it's Twitter, so who can believe everything? Um, But um, I think it was Dan Snyder who came out with the story, and um, Mark Cuban, you know, he he got them Twitter fingers. So he was quick with it and said bullshit. You know, he called out bullshit, and if the owner calls out bullshit, um, I'm willing to hope that, you know, that that kind of ended it. But in some interesting news today, the Mavericks did fire their GM 
um, Donnie Nelson, who was with has been with the team for the last 28 years. 28 years. He's played a pivotal part in Luka getting there. He played a pivotal part in Dirk getting there and being comfortable. He was there when they won their first ring. You know, like he's he's a big deal. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie Nelson's that guy. Yeah. And they um, let him go. Which is very, you know, surprising. Yeah, it's kind of telling, um, isn't it? Exactly. It's kind of telling. I um, mean, at the end of the day, bro, I think like your superstar, like stars are going to have risks with certain people. You know what I'm saying? Like they expect certain mm-hmm. treatment. If you don't give them that treatment, that that tends to be what happens, you know? Um, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a rumor. I do think Luca has some issues. I think the Mavericks have some extreme issues. I think those issues played a massive part into why they lost to the Clippers, although they had a big commanding lead. Uh, they were up 2-0. Um, you know, and first a better time, roster, in my opinion. Yes, they did have a better roster. They have one of the better rosters in the league. Um, not only that, I mean, you got to think about it. I think where there's smoke, there's fire. First thing we heard was Chris Stapps not not appreciating his his uh, role to, to Luka. He doesn't like the fact that Luka holds the ball. And I think Luka might have a riff because Luka feels like he's a man in Dallas and he feels like, you know, he should be asserted certain privileges. And yeah, I think but. that comes I think that comes from the fact that he's filling the void that that was left by uh Dirk. Dirk. And it's like, yeah. bro, you ain't Dirk, bro. Dirk got a ring. Exactly. But I think one of the things with that is that um Chris Stapps doesn't know how to play a role. And that's partially his fault. You know, like Facts. in the pl- in the playoffs, what did he do? When there was no seven footers on the court, no one even close to him. He's at the three point line. Shoot, right? That's true. No, not grabbing no rebounds. You seven three, bro. Get a board. You snapping right now? Like I don't. I like that's the shit I don't understand. I'm like you're so upset with your role, but you don't play like a big man. Like Tim Tim Hardaway has more rebounds than you. You are snapping. This is true. Like, like, like he can get the fuck out of here. Like, I get the fuck out of here. Like, like they trade him, bro. Like, that's that's a trade, bro. Like, all right, you don't want to be here, get traded. Like, get your ass, get your ass up out of here, boy. Because, because we could get a big man off the street that would do more than you. Like, especially on the boards. Exactly. Like, and how are you big seven man. Three we, want, we want boards, bro. We want you're big boards. Seven three, and you have zero rebounds, bro. We need boards, fam. Okay, real talk. Man, no, you ain't, you ain't lying. Seven, you seven three can't Adam. get no boards. That's kind of ridiculous. Uh, trade him for Adams. <laughs> like, Stephen Luke Adams is happy. that guy. Luca will definitely be happy with his Stephen. Um, for sure. Some interesting um, last NBA thing before we move on, because um, I know Buddha. I mean, I'm Buddha. I know Nell's going to talk a little bit about the Euro League, and oh yeah, and uh, shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights. They're in uh, the conference uh, finals right now. It's um, game two. They up one. Um, that's a little plug for hockey. Shout out to it. Shout out um, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Right, I was about to say, don't just shout out, don't just shout out one crib and don't shout out the um, other crib, bro. Right? Yeah. Fire um, your ass up, Jit. Ain't it for wrong with Jit, bro? You, Tampa, they say Jit yeah. with a G. Let's stop. <laughs> no, we don't, Tampa, bro. No, they don't. They I, say don't Tampa, say they say, I use J's, bro. 
<laughs> you saying that they say get? <laughs> get. What up, get? <laughs> That's annoying. What up, get? <laughs> but um, something interesting that um, I read today, and I said it to Nels. Reggie Miller tweeted today. Uh, well, actually, it was yesterday. He said, "I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna throw this out there to see what the responses will be. If you're Steve Nash in the Nets, would you sit James Harden and Kevin Durant in Game Six because of heavy minutes tonight and push all your chips in the center for Game Seven? Say that again. So, pretty pretty much, Reggie Miller said, "You you sit um, Harden and Kevin Durant because of all the minutes they played yesterday in Game uh-huh. Six. And then you just say, all right, we're going to game seven. Like, let's roll. Like, you know, with the full, with Kevin Durant, a day of rest, Harden, a couple days of rest. I don't think you No, there's no gamble that Harden will be any better at that point. There's no guarantee that. Nah, I think that's just too much of a gamble, man. You got to give yourself some breathing room. Try to win, but. You know, if you lose, you lose, but you got to try. Like, try to win and buy yourself that extra day of rest. The Bucs are not trash. No, they just don't play smart basketball. That's And I don't know. And I don't know if that's Budenholzer or or if that's just the players. Well, he's holding up by a thread here. They need to win this series if he wants to keep his job. Yeah. Oh, no. He's if, if they don't win, if they don't win this series, he's gone. I think they're going to do a massive overhaul. Oh, you you know, think you think that'll happen if uh, like they did uh, uh, Marty Schottenheimer? Oh, when yes. The Seahawks, when they went fourteen and two, made the playoffs, and he still got fired. Yeah. Yes, like out of there, and we getting rid of everybody. <laughs> like, uh, I remember that, bro. Mar- they they got Marty the whole out of here. Yeah. They really did. They really did. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what tactics Steve Nash pulls off. But they need this win. I don't think it should go to seven games. I feel like if it goes to seven games, Milwaukee will have the edge. That's just personally how I feel. I I could be wrong, but they'd be they'd be riding a serious high after that. Correct. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And and the last thing you want to do is give a team momentum. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Because doesn't that um like if doesn't game six determine where game seven is played? I'm no 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 no. It's gonna be who's the higher seed in this Brooklyn, right? Yes. Game seven will be at Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, game seven will be at Brooklyn. Um, but regardless of the fact, Brooklyn is thin. Um, and honestly, you got to look at the numbers and look at the situation. Like, yes, Kevin Durant played a major role, but really. You know, Jeff Green had the game of his life. Hey, shout out to um, Supersonics legend. Right. <laughs> Jeff Green, Jeff Green played the game of his life. So what you gotta what you gotta check now is you gotta understand that you might not get that game. Like Harris has been inconsistent, Green has been inconsistent, and mm-hmm. you need one of those guys to win. Yes. So you need to go for the win right now. Like right now, you need to win right now. Period. Outside of that, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. Period. I don't want to hear none of that. What you talking about with me, Carl? Real rap. Um, 
I got a shameless plug for Joel Embiid, though. He went eight for eight and 17 points in the first quarter. He, he better be paying. Right. right. Hey, shameless. Shameless plugs. Um, <laughs> Nels? <laughs> So yeah, so you know, I wanted to make a mention to the to you know soccer. We've got a couple of uh, we got a couple of tournaments going on. We got the Copa America, which is the um, South American version of World Cup qualifying. Uh, I think the top teams get into the World Cup. Top four teams. Um, the winner definitely has definitely just has a free ride into the World Cup. Also, the Euro um, 2020 is going on also, um, which is another form of World Cup qualifying. Um, so the interesting thing about it is, is that this one is, has done very well. Um, it's being held in 11 cities. There's 11 host countries, so that's very interesting. You've got Azerbaijan, Denmark, England, Germany, Hungary, Italy, Netherlands, Romania, Russia, Scotland, and Spain. Those are your um, 11 nations that are holding it. Um, and, you know, I think that they're doing it that way because I think it's the 60th. It's supposed to be like close to the 60th uh, anniversary of the first European Championship. Um, and it's been a good one. Uh, but interestingly enough, and I'd love to see, I know you guys have heard about it, but I just wanted to make sure that we bring this to light. Christian Eriksen, who is the best player for Denmark. Um, the way that you can tell who the best players are, there's like two particular numbers. Like We'll, we'll say two to four particular numbers you should always pay attention to. Um, your best goal scorer usually wears number nine. Your best player usually wears number 10, like your best playmaker. And if you wearing a 10... You are you're that guy. You're if you're if you wear a number seven, that means you're like the team's best winger, which is like the outside guy. If you wear like a number six or a number two, you're usually one of the better defenders on the team. So those are the numbers that you look for. And Erickson was the 10 for Denmark, and he had a, a phenomenal year um, for his club team. He led his Italian club to um, their first championship, I believe, in 20 plus years, um, which is Inter Milan in Italy. So he was doing his thing, and um, about 41 minutes into the game, um, they uh, Denmark had a throw-in. They had a, had the camera zoomed in on him because obviously he's that guy for them. And you could tell that he was a little winded, and they zoomed out to show you the full field, and he staggers forward for about three steps and just collapses. Middle of the field, just collapses. And... And, you know, Buddha. I mean, I know you had a lot to mention here, so I don't want to say what you said, so you can take it over here and just tell me your views, opinions, and and, 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 so, and tidbits when, when it came to that. All right, so, I mean, the man the man essentially died right there on the field, you know? like He did. Cardiac like, arrest. He, he did die. Yeah, yeah, he went full cardiac arrest, didn't have a pulse. They had to do CPR and revive him. So, like, what, what blows my mind, and I guess, you know, it's really the stark difference between – uh, you know, how things are done in Europe and America, things like that. Like in America, something like that happens when you're watching like the NBA or the NFL, they're going to, you're going to see it for a second. Cameras are going to cut away, maybe showing the crowd or a, a replay if it's not gruesome. And then they're going to go to commercial because you mm-hmm. don't need to see all the doctors, medical trainers and everything, especially if it is a serious injury, they're probably going to go to commercial pretty fast. What blew my mind was how many minutes this took. They just they stayed zoomed in on his eyes, just wide open as he laid there, essentially dead on the field. Like they you're, they're zoomed in, watching them give this man CPR to try to revive him. 
this man's wife running on the field, crying into her uh, one of the teammates' arms. You know, the teammates in, sitting there in tears trying to shield everything from the crowd and stuff. Like, as a viewer watching home, I shouldn't know that this happened until whatever paparazzi were there post the images later. I shouldn't be watching that live. Like, that's that's absolutely insane. Like, I, the, I don't know where the decorum is in that, but, like, whoa. That was kind of jarring to me. Correct. Yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, it definitely was was something interesting. Um, I I was very appalled at the fact that they tried to zoom in past the players to see them doing CPR on him. That was kind mm-hmm. of that was that was a little different. Kind of see it, um, right? Yeah, I mean, somebody somebody somewhere told him that it was good TV, so they listened. Um, also, just for correction, it's only the winner of Euro twenty twenty that gets an automatic bid into the World Cup. Then, then, then they don't have to worry about doing qualifying, any of that. They can just worry about getting better. They can play in the qualifying, but they don't have to win it. So that's same thing with um, Copa America as well. Uh, I, I mean, listen, bro, I think, you know, as, as we're kind of coming off of COVID, I think that we still have some social norms that we need to get back accustomed to. I think we're going to see a lot of weird things. Now, what I will say is, and we mentioned this, and, you know, this is just, a, you know, first off, our, our thoughts and prayers and, and positive energy to Christian Erickson and his family. We heard that he's doing okay. They're, they're doing the battery of tests to see exactly what it was that happened. But I just wanted to say, like, especially to our listeners where, you know, we kind of got to be a little bit more health conscious. You know, like the first thing that I picked up from that is this man is one of the best athletes in the world. He plays soccer. He runs for 90 minutes, and this man literally died on the field. I mean, yeah. they, it, was, it was said that if this would have happened, like, at his house where nobody was around, it's over. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, the best place that this probably happened was the field. Yeah, that's nuts. Which, which is scary. It's which so is scary. scary. Yeah, so it's scary, scary, for sure. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. like, there's underlying issues, like, and, like, he's got team doctors around him all the time, so, you know, like, People who don't even go to the doctor, you know, like something to think about. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it, it's 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 just interesting to see, you know, the reactions of everybody everywhere to see how they feel about um, just how the response was from ESPN. And you know, ESPN's kind of got to, you know, they got to they got to get their minds right. They gotta get their minds right and re- readjust themselves. So you know that's 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 about it for soccer. I don't know if we've got anything else left for sports. Um, no, I think. Okay, okay. Um, so underrated bars of fame. I have a song that's on my mind, and I've been wanting to do it, but I feel like we've done it already. I just can't remember. I need to have a running list. I keep telling myself that, but I never do it. Yeah, um, what song? Um, is it? Do do we ever do break even? Break even. Yeah, break even by the script. What am I supposed to say when I met one of you? Oh yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. I did it right. I thought so. Yeah, I thought so. That is a great listen. That is a great song. No, I'm, I was just um, impressed by Buddha's on singing skills. 
You always impressed by some Buddha no, dude, don't bro. Sleep What's on up with you, bro? <laughs> sleeping on hey, you, let him bro. be impressed, bro. bro. Chill out. You sound like a hater. Shut your ass up. I'm, I've been sipping haterade all day. Damn. Might really? want to get yourself some motor oil, too. What? Show ass up, <laughs> huh? All right. I got you. So, my underrated bars of fame, just because, like, I always sing along with it. And then I was like, let me read these lyrics. And I was like, damn, she's snapping. Is um, Come Over by Estelle. Um, for those of y'all who don't know that song, you've heard it before. Is that song that got the "Won't you come over, love"? How you gonna, so how you gonna tell people that they heard it before? Yeah, I ain't never heard this song. Before. You have definitely heard that song. I, if I play it for you, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I have heard this song before." I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, you've heard you've heard it before, with it, for sure. Oh, yeah, okay. I can promise you, you've heard this song before. Anyway, Estelle, come over. Um, it was her fifth single for the UK, but her second single. From the, um for the United States, you might know the version with Sean Paul, baby girl. He snapped on that bit on the cap. Um, but we're not gonna do the. Um, <laughs> I only know temperature. We're not gonna do. Um, well, not don't tell me that. Yeah, yeah, don't tell me that. Yeah, yeah, don't tell me Yeah, you got a vibe. We might have to edit that one out of the show. Um, <laughs> this guy. Uh, yeah, he's wild. All right, come over, Estelle, underrated bars of fame. If I was to tell you just how much I need you, would you come tonight? Would you not believe me because I love that easy never turns out right? I'm trying to change the rules. You deserve something good in your life. We've waited for far too long, so come and get your blessings tonight. Baby, won't you come over, love, so I can show you love? Promise I got enough to give you all that you need, baby. So many search to find love that's as good as mine. I will not waste your time, so bring it all to me, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Bring it all to me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Baby, let me teach you, give you love instruction, show you what I know. We should take it easy. Ain't no need to rush. No, baby, nice and slow. All this love I can give to you, I expect just a bit in return. You don't have to be perfect, love, as long as you're willing to learn. Baby, won't you come over, love, so I can show you love? Promise I've got enough to give you all that you need. Baby, so many search to find love that's as good as mine. I will not waste your time, so bring it all to me. Baby, ooh. Ooh, ooh, bring it all to me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Turn out the lights, give you all of my love tonight. Let's do what lovers do. Ooh, I'm ready for you. Don't want to waste my time, so don't make me beg tonight. Don't keep me waiting for love. Won't you come over, love? Won't you come over, love, so I can show you love? Promise I got enough to give you all that you need, baby. So many search to find love that's as good as mine. I will not waste your time, so bring it all to me, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Bring it all to me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Bring it all. Ooh, ooh, baby. Don't you know our love? Because of love, because I love, I love. Times two. 
Estelle, come over. Underrated bars of fame. Listen, I read the lyrics. It was like, just snapping, bro. She's snapping, especially on the second verse when she's like, baby, let me teach you, give you love instruction, show you what I know. We should take it easy. Ain't no need to rush. No, baby, nice and slow. I was like, God damn. Oh, that was I was like, me. I was like, damn, girl, you can take my panties right now. Hell, let's go. Take the panties out, <laughs> You can oh, take my panties right now. Nah, hell, take that's, that's, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> take my panties right now. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's going to be the name. Take my panties right now. Nah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> bro, Dylan, hey, Dylan, Dylan going to look at the episode type out. Bro, bro, what kind of shit y'all on, bro? Y'all let Nels really put that fool ass title on there, bro. Right. See, that's why y'all need me on this show, bro. I'd be the one to be on the show. Be like, right. no, bro. Right. <laughs> no, bro. The fuck, bro. Why you did that, bro? <laughs> God, dog, bro. God, um, dog. God, dog, bro. I told you, don't do that stupid ass show. Hey, don't do that stupid ass title for that show. God, dog. Uh, oh, don't do it ever again. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah. So anyway, Buddha, tell them where they can reach us on email, bro. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about on Facebook? Ball sports podcast. There it is, baby. So, Dylan, what time is it? Is it time to get off the air? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thanks, Dylan. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you know, shit, we're this done. Just ad libbed his whole voice. Yeah, bro, we had to do it for a guy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we appreciate y'all for Did listening you? to us one more time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, y'all can be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these clicks and these listens, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to and box to and potentially get high to. Like Wheezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly nits. Bye. Damn it, really? Look, wags. You know, I... I think I'm gonna. I think I'm. I'm just gonna skip him, and if he catch on, he catches on. It's just, it's just at no, this point, I, bro. I, I was doing that first. That's fine. I know you was. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs>